Hi, this is Melissa Pianin, and I'm here today to read to you the next a big thing. But first, a quick word from our sponsor. Hang tight. Angel AI delivers finance on demand. Get decisions on complex real estate financing scenarios with a simple chat message. No more delays or surprises. Just finance on demand at angelai.com. Introducing the highly controversial and undisputed champion of the broker channel. With his company checking in at 2,144 loan originators, spanning 219 branches nationwide, totaling $5.07 billion in loan volume this past year. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Nexa Mortgage CEO Mike Cordes, United Wholesale Mortgage's number one star player among its broker partners. Nexa Mortgage has more than double the loan officers of its leading competitor, C2 Financial. And 48-year-old Cordes is out there hunting for more in the midst of this LO boom he claims is happening. Now is the time to grind. It's about market share now, Cordes posted on his Facebook page, above another post showing off his Nexa jet. Most of his LinkedIn and Facebook posts are short motivational videos for loan originators. But that's not the only reason people flock to his page. Mostly, they love to see the CEO battling other executives and major players in the industry. His main contender being U-Mortgage CEO Anthony Casa. In February, Cordes posted a screenshot of Casa's email that announces the kickoff of U-Mortgage's first quarter capital raising venture, saying, this is funny. Why do you need to raise capital? Hard times? I'll buy it to save loan officers you're trying to screw over. Cordes claims to be a champion for brokers, who he believes are treated unjustly at times by higher-ups in the industry. Although he's considered to be a hero in some people's view, to others, he's a menace. A gossip, a man who's willing to cut you off at the knees if it means staying ahead. One thing they can all agree on is he's enormously entertaining to watch. There are people who say that I'm as cutthroat as you can get, Cordes said, so I'm going to let the industry answer that. Despite how outspoken and fierce he is now, Cordes didn't start off that way. Aggression wasn't something he was born with. It was something that life brought out in him. In his early childhood, Cordes was polite, kept to himself, and excelled at school. I didn't have the most wonderful upbringing, Cordes said. I was a kid who would just take it for a long time and just deal with certain things that were going on in the home. But growing up in a broken home caused him to develop some rough edges. Between the ages of 14 and 16, he spent a lot of time in juvenile detention. At 16, Cordes was in the custody of a foster mother with whom he never formed a close relationship. On his 18th birthday, he was thrown out of the house. Don't call it a home with nowhere to go. That was the first time I actually had to sleep in the streets, Cordes said. I was an 18-year-old boy that probably looked 15 walking into a homeless shelter. But that's not the safest place for a kid, even as a male, because you had to go to an all-male homeless shelter. There was a situation that I had to, well, let's just say I bailed out of that real quick and never went back. Instead, Cordes found a barn to sleep in with the owner's permission. That ended up being his home for about a year. He shared a pen with a young calf being raised for slaughter with only a sleeping bag and a hay floor to keep him warm. Homelessness taught him quite a few valuable lessons, though. 
For one, he developed an instinct about who he should trust and who he shouldn't. I learned to hate people who say one thing and do another, because on the streets, you have to rely on, I guess, instincts in your judgment of people, Cordes said. Sometimes, when you judge a person the wrong way, things go south. Cordes wasted no time in getting to work. While still residing in a barn, he began working two full-time jobs, a landscaper by day and gas attendant by night. I actually attest my work ethic today to the landscaping job, Cordes said. You're talking about legitimately digging ditches and shoveling rock. Some people talk about that as a joke, but it was a reality for me. But the money from that job alone was not enough to sustain him. Another thing he learned was life on the streets was expensive. He didn't have the materials to cook, so he was always eating out at fast food places, ordering off the dollar menu. So he began working as a gas station attendant when his landscaper shift ended. Life's circumstances had already led him to develop a strong work ethic, but what really lit the fire under him was getting his then-girlfriend pregnant when he was 19. With a baby boy on the way, Cordes scrambled to get his life in order. He needed a job that provided more earning potential and benefits for his son. However, after dropping out of high school three times and never attending college, his options were limited. For the next four years, Cordes worked as a bill collector, which he describes as his college education in sales. Although some would claim being a bill collector doesn't make one a salesman, Cordes begs to differ, saying getting somebody to pay money for something they no longer have is the hardest sales job in the world. I was orchestrating settlements with big business people at a very young age, Cordes said. But it got me talking to executives constantly, and it got me talking to business like-minded people, even though most of them were small businesses that failed. He would constantly refer deals to mortgage companies so his clients could refinance their mortgages and pay off their debts. This is what introduced Cordes to the mortgage industry, and after talking to some loan officers, he became interested. When the agency he was working for changed the way it compensated its collectors, he was confident enough to make a career switch. It wasn't as simple as Cordes expected, though. He entered the mortgage industry in 1998, during an environment of rising rates. But he saw other people in the industry doing well and used that as motivation. He was determined to leave those days of pumping gas and digging ditches in the past. The first six months in the mortgage industry were absolutely brutal, he said. I was working commission only in a new industry, and there was no training back then or licensing. It was, here kid, here's a desk, and here's a phone. Luckily, a man by the name of Devon Sanders from North American Mortgage took Cordis under his wing and showed him how the business works, how to pre-qualify a purchaser, and how to read an application. Cordis became experienced in originating subprime loans getting financing for a customer with a 400 credit score by using referrals from his old bill collection friends. I was finally in a business where it didn't matter where I came from or who I was. As long as I worked my butt off, I could make something of myself, Cordes said. After 9-11, rates plummeted, and Cordes reaped the benefits of a thriving industry. He opened his own branch under Nova Star Home Loans, which became one of the company's top performers nationwide. He needed to put in that work in order to provide for his growing family. And he was doing very well until his hubris got the best of him. Just as Mickey the trainer said in Rocky Three, 
The worst thing happened to you that could happen to any fighter. You got civilized. Those are the years that I look at and say that I was unfocused, Cordis said. I forgot where I'd come from. Just like everybody else, I was out partying like crazy, making more money than I should have been making in my 20s. Whenever I didn't have my son, I was in Vegas. Then, of course, the financial crisis hit. And then I realized that I couldn't just step out and pick money up off the trees anymore. Cordis made most of his money doing refinances. But once the financial crisis hit in 2008, the fun was over. Businesses were shutting down and Cordis felt completely defeated. For years, his brothers-in-law would ask him to start a landscaping business with them. But those memories of performing hard labor under brutal heat led him to say no every time. This time, he had no choice but to take them up on their offer. I ended up having to kind of cut them out because I grew that company so fast, Cordis said. I used my knowledge from the mortgage industry I took this company to seven states and 13 metropolitan cities within two years, so I grew this landscape company at this rapid rate. Cordis hated it, though. People looked down on him for being a landscaper while he was used to being treated like a mortgage professional. While building his landscape company, he kept dabbling in mortgages, hoping that at some point the industry would turn around. By 2010, he couldn't take it anymore, and decided to sell the landscape company, which funded his way back into mortgages. He got his licensing and was determined not to lose focus this time. However, it was the start of a very unhealthy work-life balance. Cordis worked 18 to 20-hour days, six days a week, with Saturday being his crash day to catch up on sleep. During that time, he didn't see his family for weeks or months on end. Eventually, Cordis began averaging 24 loans a month as an individual loan officer with no support. He was the first loan officer to be ranked Scotsman's Guide with zero team members. That recognition gave him the confidence to leave his employer, Nova Home Loans, and start his own broker shop. I came up with this concept of why don't we all go and open our own company and pull all of our business together so that we can each benefit through larger pipelines, Cordis said. They all thought it was great at first. In the end, though, none of the other loan originators wanted to leave. They were too comfortable and decidedly satisfied with the money they were already making. They didn't want to follow Cordis down an unknown path. Cordis, on the other hand, was miserable. Although the money was piling up, his work-life balance was wreaking havoc on his health and family time. So he left his job along with the 72 loans in his pipeline that amounted to six figures and followed his dream. I don't think it was a hard shift to open up a business because by this point, I'd already failed at business a few times, Cordis said. My wife was like, oh great, here we go again, you and your serial entrepreneurship. But Cordis was unrelenting and knew he couldn't let this opportunity pass. The entire business would be focused 100% on the staff and the loan officers, and thus, Nexa Mortgage was created in Arizona. Originally, Cordis thought he would go with the banking model, but found that brokering was much more beneficial to loan officers. As the owner of Nexa Mortgage, Cordis receives residual income and decided his loan officers should as well. That's why he set up lifelong residual income programs for his sales team so they could also reap the benefits of their hard work.
You have an opportunity to make more money at Nexa Mortgage than any other mortgage company in the country, Cordes said. We believe in a few core things, though. We like to be the best at just one thing. We have just the best interest rates, and just from that alone, you can grow a company very quickly. We believe we must provide loan officers with the absolute best opportunity in that category, so we focus on that heavily. It wasn't before long that other big players in the industry began recognizing Cordis. Networking is the name of the game in this industry, and as a talker, Cordis was able to do so easily. Of course, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts, AIM, was able to help him forge an even closer connection with UWM CEO Matt Ishbia and U Mortgage's CASA. Though some people see themselves as big dogs in this industry, Cordis says he doesn't. He merely sees himself as an advocate for loan officers and says it bothers him to no end when he sees them being deceived or lied to by higher-ups in the industry. As previously mentioned, transparency and honesty are key to earning his respect. Cordes firmly believes Casa, former chairman of AIM, was using the association as a big database to recruit loan officers. Although Cordes said there's nothing illegal about that, he thinks the members of the association should be aware of it. Deceit and lack of transparency go against Cordes's core principles. He didn't stand for it when he was a homeless teenager, and he won't stand for it today. It bothers me when I see companies or people like Anthony Casa who have been deceiving people for years, Cordes said. And look, I followed his doctrine. I was one of his soldiers, but I realized there were these side door arrangements, and I don't like them. And I'm like, that's not what you told everybody, right? He himself said no broker should recruit from another broker. He was the one who regulated that with an iron fist. Casa did not respond to any of Cordes's claims. In September 2022, Cordes announced that he'd be leaving AIM due to a lack of transparency and claims over online bullying from other members. Though Cordes admits he isn't shy when it comes to firing back on social media, he claims it's only to defend his company and its loan officers. Maybe I'm cutthroat, but you absolutely know what my intentions are in doing it, Cordes said. The one thing you'll never question is what my intentions are and the transparency that I have on that.